Welcome. This is the She's Capable podcast with Christelle, Shelby, and Ashley. We want to champion you, have real discussions on real issues, and have fun. We want you to thrive spiritually, emotionally, and in your practical life. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the She's Capable podcast. I'm here with Shelby Mossman, and we are in a get-to-know-you phase of our podcast, and today I'm going to be the host, and I'm chatting with the amazing Shelby. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm super excited to share a little bit more about myself today. Oh yeah. We like these get to know you's because we want to get to know y'all mm-hmm. and that can be hard, hard to do because really it goes both ways. So we're totally. going to be sharing. Yeah. Like in this series, if you've already listened to some, you're going to hear more about us and mm-hmm. how we are like who we are today and stuff. So Shelby, I met Shelby a couple years ago um, whenever I moved to Canada, and she actually, my first time, I don't know if we had actually met in person, but you were leaving for a mission trip, I think, Guatemala. Yeah, we were going to Guatemala. So her and her husband, they're in full-time ministry missions, and they lead teams all over the world. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. So anyways... um, I was actually praying for her. We were at a gathering, and and um, the people going on the trip were yeah. just asked to stand up so that we could pray for them. So I'm praying for her, and I was like, "Dang, this girl has so much fire!" <laughs> like I just felt like power and mm-hmm. who she is. And if you know Shelby, you know that about her. She's mm-hmm. passionate. She's fiery, and you feel her presence. Like when you walk into mm-hmm. a room, I feel that. Like I feel the strength. I feel the passion. And that's something I really value and love about Shelby. Um, so that was like my first oh, encounter. Oh, I remember that because yeah. I actually was feeling weak at that time, like oh, going into wow. another outreach because we had led like multiple already, like back yeah. to back to back. You were and, exhausted. Yeah, and I probably. remember going, like thinking, it was like a couple of days before we left, like, oh my Whoa. gosh, I don't know how I'm going to do this again and Whoa. not feeling strength and so it was actually cool because I, I remember your prophetic word was like very much like yeah. no this is what you're supposed to be doing and yes. just there is strength and you carry that and it was like okay I am this is yeah. what I'm supposed to do like yeah. we are this we're doing the right yeah. thing even if it's hard and so yeah we I need remember those it. reminders oh, right yeah. like because totally. we like we might come off strong and people will say like even to me, I've had people say, like, oh, yeah, you're so confident. I'm like, what the heck? Like, I don't <laughs> know how you were getting that. that. Like, I'm not feeling that. Totally. So, and it's like the it's Lord dropping that absolutely. on you. Like, hey, no, this is who you are. Yeah, and they need the reminder. <laughs> totally. So something else I love about Shelby, too, is she's a great listener. I remember when her and her husband, they came over to our house and we had dinner together. And mm. she just is a great listener and so good at asking questions. Mm. I think one of your strengths is a wooer, right? Like yeah. with the strengths finders. <laughs> totally. So Winning Shelby, over. yeah, <laughs> Shelby will win you over. <laughs> like she's awesome. And you're going to hear that in even this interview. She's, she's just amazing and fun and playful. That's something else. I love about you, Shelby, is that you're fun and playful. Thank you. And she can be intense and she can like get stuff done and yeah. she's a hard worker, but she likes to play hard too, I do. right? Like, I do. Work hard, play hard. Work That's hard, my play. life. Yes. I love it. So um yeah, I just 
I even want to get to know you more in this session. Yeah. And like, I'm going to be asking Shelby some questions just about her walk with the Lord. And, and this podcast, like we want to have fun, but we also want to go deep and mm-hmm. just be honest too. For sure. So, um, yeah, like for you, when did God become real to you? Like in yeah. your journey, were you a kid? Like at what point in your life yeah. did he become real? Well, I grew up in a Christian home. My parents were amazing at like setting an example for me. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up, like obviously later in life, but like watching my dad like and my mom both get in the word every morning, like consistently wow. going after the Lord, very hungry for the Lord. And even disciplined, not just like fueled by like an emotion or a feeling but like really disciplined to spend time with the Lord every day so that's something I distinctly remember my whole life even Mm -hmm. now when I see my family they're still doing that um but when I really so I grew up in that atmosphere of a Christian home where my parents really loved the Mm -hmm. Lord and that was so powerful for me so as a kid I like gave my life to the Lord at like age four right where I was little my mom shared Jesus with me I think I had asked her questions about it and she shared that with me and gave me the chance to respond to the gospel really and you remember that yeah like not vividly but I remember the moment the interaction yeah and sharing it with my dad when I came home I think we were on in the car on my way to drop my sister off at preschool or something like that or kindergarten so I remember that um but obviously there was like a different point in my life where God became very real to me Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people enter into a relationship with Christ or um, faith through two doors, like typically through either knowledge, mm-hmm. um, knowing the word, knowing the Lord, a lot of knowledge or experience and mm-hmm. experiencing God, but maybe not having like the biblical depth, yeah. but just experiencing, wow, he, he touched my heart. Yeah. And so I came really through the door of knowledge of knowing mm-hmm. right and wrong, knowing what the Lord said, knowing Bible verses yeah. and knowing yeah. Bible stories. Um, but it wasn't until later in my life that I really experienced the presence of God. Okay. Experienced his mm-hmm. love, that feeling of like, oh, he's here, he's real, he, yeah. he's walking with me, he's talking with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was um, later in life. I was a missionary kid as well. Yeah. So we That's grew something up. really cool about, yeah, Shelby, is that she grew up on the mission field like, yeah. all over the world. Ecuador. Yeah, totally. Where else did y'all live? Like, we lived in Ecuador for six years and then in Austria for six years. Okay. And then we moved back to the States when I was in high school. Um, so yeah, like I knew God through that time and I even read journal entries where I I did have a real relationship with the Mm -hmm. Lord. Um, but I went through a season when actually we moved back off the mission field where I was very like angry with God because I loved my life. I loved my friends, my school, Mm -hmm. um, everything that I was doing. So when we moved back, it was like, my whole life was put on hold. Yeah, like of. a halt. Yeah. Like, I was in a good flow. <laughs> yeah, I was life. loving life. Like, yeah. And I was in 10th totally. grade, so I was, like, in between yeah. high school and college. Like, I wasn't going to be there that long. Like, yeah. Or I think I was going into 11th grade when we really moved back. Um, so there was a season there where I was very angry with God. Absolutely. And it wasn't till I really went to college. Like, that, that season of my life, I was very kind of lukewarm. It was like mm-hmm. I knew God, so I couldn't reject Him. But mm-hmm. I also wasn't happy with him Mm -hmm. and I didn't feel like he cared for me and so what was really powerful for me was in college I went to a Christian university and it was my first year my freshman year and I um, just in a time of worship encountered the presence of God where I was just like touched like my heart I could feel him and I was just weeping and that's I feel like the moment that I distinctly remember giving him everything right and saying like you are real not just because my parents have taught me this but because you love me and you 
do care about what's best for me and I'm all in. Mm-hmm. And that was the moment I think that I distinctly remember, yeah, committing everything and yeah. being like, God, I want you for me. Isn't it powerful too because you grew up seeing your parents in the word, you had that foundation of mm-hmm. like this is what the Bible says. Totally. This is, so I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna live it. Like the moral compass. Yeah. You had that growing totally. up. But that without it being married to experience mm-hmm. is like there is something missing in totally. that. So in your experience, did you encounter God more as like father or was mm-hmm. it like did Holy Spirit become more real to you or yeah like, I think it was yeah. a combination of like Holy Spirit becoming more real like hearing God's voice like wow or yeah. um like really experiencing his presence mm-hmm. I also from that time on I started for myself getting in the word every day and it was like it was like mm-hmm. a special grace on that season I think to go deep with God because mm-hmm. every time I opened my Bible, like every time I sat down, I was like getting touched. Like I was like, whoa, whoa. I didn't even realize that passion or that passage was in the Bible. Yeah. Like, whoa, that applies to my life where yeah. I think before it was like, these are all great principles or yeah. these are stories. Yeah. But for the first time I was like, that applies to me right yeah. now. What I'm going through, wow. like I can grab a hold of that and it changes yeah. me. And I think that... Um, that is what kind of shifted everything. And it it was like a special time of, I'm not kidding, probably a year where every time I sat down, there was like gold nuggets coming out of the word of God and like then talking to the Lord and hearing his voice and like crying or like just feeling him and feeling his closeness that really changed it. Like the word became alive to you. And I love how, um, that experience with him like drew you back into the truth totally really getting to know him Mm -hmm. and his character and his nature by reading the word yeah so I I think that's so powerful his love I think it's like I knew God's love right you get told since you're a kid like God loves you but I was like oh man I actually feel the love of God yeah and nobody can argue that like you can't argue you experiencing that because mm-hmm. it was so real to you. Totally. And that's history with the Lord. Yeah. Like, oh, sure. that's so beautiful. I love yeah. that. So, like, what in your childhood most shaped you? You said, you know, growing up on the mission field. Mm-hmm. Like, did that play into it? Totally. Or? Yeah. I would say that would probably be the biggest thing yeah. that shaped my whole life, like my worldview, my mm-hmm. even like, so, like you said, like I'm a passionate, strong mm-hmm. person. I was that way, I think a lot growing up yeah. like from the start but there were aspects of that that came out that even like so if you follow Enneagram stuff I'm mm-hmm. like an eight wing yeah. seven so an eight is like strong mm-hmm. and likes to have control of things yeah. or challenger. like challenger yeah, yeah and not automatically trusting everybody mm-hmm. like you have to win over my trust that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and I do think that that was part of growing up on the mission field because oh, okay. um, like there's a beautiful side of growing up on the mission field where I saw radical faith through my mm-hmm. parents, through other people. Mm-hmm. You you are able to help people. Like mm-hmm. you really change people's lives. Like yeah. you're giving of yourself and God's doing amazing things. So there's beautiful things. You like learning new cultures, learning mm-hmm. new people. But then the hard side of that is like people come and go out of your life so fast. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like 
we'd have a best friend and that next year that friend would be gone. So it's so transient. Totally. Like people just, yeah. The only people that were consistent was my immediate family, my wow. parents and my siblings. Yeah. And I think that hmm. makes you go like, oh, I have to be really strong. Like I have wow. to protect. I have mm-hmm. to, I can't get too attached because mm-hmm. that person might be gone. Wow. And so it makes you not just trust everybody, right? And huh. it makes you feel that, yeah, like that need to be strong. And mm-hmm. I think that's like everybody deals with things differently, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of my personality, the good and the bad mm-hmm. came from that, that really mm-hmm. shaped who I was. And it also, I think too, cause like you had said, I'm in full-time missions now, like yeah. ministry and my husband and I, we lead a lot of outreaches. We take teams overseas and, um, that really shaped who I was because mm-hmm. I saw that from a young age. And I also loved new cultures, new people. Mm. I learned how to like culturally cross like cross culturally communicate like even now I can pick up with anybody from almost any culture and go deep with that person because of I think that growing up so just even worldview how you see things like even realizing like oh not everybody grows up with the beauty and like the like the money or the mm-hmm. things that we have in mm-hmm. our Western world. The privilege, yeah, exactly. access, the freedom. Yeah. yeah, so that was something too. Like I saw that and so yeah. it made me go like, oh, I want to meet people's needs because not everybody gets to live like we do yeah. in the Western world and that shaped a lot of yeah. how I saw the world. Well, it's so cool to you because with the Enneagram, like you're an eight and mm-hmm. an eight moving in strength is a two. Mm-hmm. And so what you're describing is very much a two. Like what mm-hmm. do you need? Like how can I meet you where you yeah. are at? Like how can I serve you? Totally. And something about you that is awesome is um, you have power and you have strength, but you're so willing to get behind people too Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. lend that power and that strength. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, it's just really cool to hear the backdrop more on your life and how that grew. Mm -hmm. And really it was you had to get out of your shell probably a lot or you wouldn't have friends. (laughs) Totally. Because you're having friends coming in and out of your life Mm -hmm. or, you know, and that whole thing of who can I trust Mm -hmm. and and you pick up on people if they're being genuine or not. Totally, yeah, you meet so many people. Yeah, so many people and even that wooer strength, Mm -hmm. like you can just go deep and draw them in, Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I think, yeah, some of it was innate like given from the lord personality Mm -hmm. stuff and some of it is learned right Mm -hmm. so i'm sure if my mother is listening to this she would say you've always been strong (laughs) and passionate from when you were little yes and that is true there's parts of that that are just god given but right there's also parts that are learned and so different strengths that yeah and strengths and weaknesses that come with all yeah learned and to based on how we react to life circumstances yeah, and for sure. childhood and, and all that. So mm-hmm. yeah, we love the Enneagram. It's, yeah. it's so So enlightening fun. to me of, oh, this yeah. is why I am who I am. Yeah, it <laughs> helps us give compassion towards ourselves and totally. other people. And others, right? yeah, for like, sure. It's so good. Yeah. So um, we can just change up the conversation a little bit. Like what's something that's surprising, mm. like that would surprise people yeah. about you? Yeah. Um, well, a couple different things like, so being like an eight wing seven, so like Mm -hmm. the eight is strong. The seven is like the life of the party, Mm -hmm. right? Like you want to have fun. You want to do all these things. So it's interesting because I am like a strong personality, but I also am very like, can be very chill and go with the flow. 
um, fun and playful. Like yeah, like too. very easygoing. Like yeah. even as a mom, I think people were surprised because I just had my baby um, seven months yeah. ago. And Esther. so, yeah, That's Esther. Amazing. And so I'm transitioning into motherhood. And I think yeah. some people like in my immediate family were surprised like, oh, okay. oh you're really like a chill mom. Yeah. Because I'm not chill with everything. Yeah. But I have like become that way. And I think yeah. obviously missions has helped that because you have to be flexible. Oh, but I was going to say like, that's huge. And maybe totally. even Clark too, like your oh, husband yeah. and, totally. and he's so like steady. He's such a steady heart and peaceful and grounding. So yeah. like, how has that impacted you? Even? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's like, it has shifted like my whole life. Like even mm-hmm. marrying Clark or just even when I met him, all that, mm-hmm. it really brought so much peace to me of like he's easygoing he's like go with the flow he Mm -hmm. like he's passionate and he cares about things but he's like not gonna be in your face and like he he calms me down like we really balance each other out I pull him out of his shell but really he's brought so much like steadiness to my life where I think before I I was very run by emotions where it was extremes like Mm -hmm. oh I'm really happy or I'm really mad or I'm really sad like I'm really oh this is the best thing ever or this is the worst like and Clark is like steady all the time and even like you shared stories with me how you would get in these emotional like funks and you're so passionate about what you're feeling you're like they wronged me or like they don't understand and this is it and you're intense about it and then you're like I'm just gonna go to bed like whatever and and then he'll like come in and be like no yeah like no Shelby like you're not just gonna stay in that place totally like you need to stop that. Yeah, like, like that's not true. That's a lie. Like stop saying that because that's just made up in your mind. Yeah. Like those things where it's extreme. It's like he kind of he's not afraid to call them out yeah. in a very like honoring way. And so it makes me go like, oh, you're right. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder if that's just lent to the chill. Oh you yeah, know, for side sure too. And leading together. So you yeah. serve in ministry together. Mm-hmm. Y'all have been married how many years? Three and a half now. Three and a half years. Yeah. And you're in full-time ministry, mm-hmm. so you're working together a lot, mm-hmm. which, what is that like? Working oh, yeah. with him and... It's actually, yeah. I think, honestly, been amazing. Like, yeah. I think it has, like you're saying, lent to that, like, peaceful nature. And, like, even for me, like, even sometimes people who have met me in my later part of my life are like, oh, you're an eight? Like, oh, you're, like, that? Yeah. Like, you're passionate yeah. and, like... Because I really have changed. And a lot of it has been what the Lord has done in my heart of like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like bringing peace or like making peace, not war, like choosing Mm -hmm. things, choosing not to live in anger or anxiety or things like that. Um, So a lot of it is the Lord, but a lot of it has been Clark and even working in partnership because my first initial like knee jerk reaction to something is going to be more extreme and his Mm -hmm. is going to be like, oh, that's mm-hmm. not a big deal. We yeah. can make it work. Like and a little that, more angsty. Yours yeah. is. And he's like, okay, dial down. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's actually made me a much more peaceful person. So even yeah. I've heard from a lot of people who met me in like my later, like into my 20s. Yeah. Like out of like college. Like the past few years Yeah. Or so. That people are like, oh, no, I wouldn't see you. I see you as a more peaceful person. Like I'm still lively and excited and stuff. Yeah. But oh, no, I wouldn't have guessed that. And that has surprised me because I do think I used to be so run by emotions and extreme that like yeah Clark has brought so much peace to that and the Lord has brought so yeah. much peace to that and just a steadiness and and growing up too maturing right of like yeah, okay definitely. this is not who I am anymore the self-awareness the understanding yeah. and and too with the Enneagram they say as you get older mm-hmm. you actually move towards your wing oh a really bit more. so huh. have you found that to be true like with the seven because hmm. 
in knowing you, and I haven't known you super long, yeah. but now with working with you too, mm-hmm. I think you can put on different hats as totally. well. Like work, environment and stuff, you might, or I've seen you pull out the eight more. Totally. In relationship, there's more of the seven. And that's mm-hmm. something Christelle's commented on too, Yeah, is you bring more of the seven to relationship. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if you... Like, are you finding that you're, like, yeah. going into the seven? Totally. Like, more, even I, as a mom I don't know. And... I think, I don't know if I'm actually moving into the seven more, but okay. I do think it's actually what you've said is I am very much in a certain environment wearing a certain hat. So, like, with work mm-hmm. or with ministry because we lead and we have a department that we're the heads of. So, like, in that setting, I'm much more direct. Like, mm-hmm. let's take care of business. Even with doing some of our stuff with mm-hmm. She's Capable – I switch into that, like, okay, here's oh, my totally. direct response. This yeah. is what I think, like, more no-nonsense, yeah. more, like, no, this is what we should do. Where, like, a seven, I do shift into in relationship, in, yeah. like, caring for people, um, and then, like, wanting to have fun. I do, it's, like, kind of the rest of my life outside of work mm-hmm. things are that, where mm-hmm. I'm, like, oh, that's not worth making a big deal about. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, let's just go have fun, and let's get a group together and go yeah. do that. Or, hey, let me make this the best for you. This is going to be so fun. Yeah. And, like, it's almost like I'm not – I don't think I'm moving just into that seven. I think I'm just very much, like, Wearing one – Yeah, one yeah. or the other. It's like a – my eight, like if I'm not in eight you mode, switch. I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't care. Like I, I yeah. have no opinion on that. It's yeah. fine. Whereas yeah. like in a work mode, I'm like, no, that's not that's not gonna work. <laughs> like you yeah. know, the two two hats to yeah. that. So well, even the two you've said really softens yeah. the eight. Like the two being more nurturing yeah. and all that, and so servant hearted, and really you're a servant leader. Mm-hmm. So I wonder that even right, you know, yeah. like that's well, a mix. That's part of the mix. Totally, so. and like when I move into that to the helper, it does, it makes me so aware of what other people need. And like, so even if I'm feeling something extreme, I won't say it to you because I care about how you feel. So it it does really soften my eight. So I'm not just like bluntly telling you what I think. And that's like what I was saying earlier about being a listener. Mm. I can see that. Mm. How instead of you being like, no, 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 this is how it's going to go, you really listen to people Mm -hmm. so that you can hear where they're coming from and then agree or disagree or get Mm -hmm. behind them or whatever. But I, yeah, I really see that. So what are some other surprising things about you that um, people might not know? Yeah, yeah. I think one is that I'm like, I'm actually really detail-oriented. People are really (laughs) surprised by that because like eights and sevens and like usually go with the flow people are like... Um, even sometimes people in ministry are not pictured as like detail oriented. And I've had a lot of people say that, like, how are you the way you are? And yet you're like, you can book flights for 30 people. Yeah, administrative detail. I definitely see that. Yeah, and people are surprised by that. But it's almost, I think some of it is learned. My mom is super like detail oriented. My older sister is detail oriented. And so even when I'm home, I'm like, I don't have to be detailed because they are. Yes, but, like they got it. Yeah, <laughs> but like in work mode or when like mm-hmm. even with in, in my marriage, I'm very like detail oriented. Like, oh, these are the little things. Like I can take care of a lot of little things and I remember them really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it like more organized. And I think people are surprised by that because I'm not like a type one, like very structured yeah. day. Like my day yeah. has to be structured. Everything has and to be structured. And you can go with the flow. You're totally. not like, what's the plan yeah. all the time. Yeah. So I think that it surprises people that I'm like, oh no, I'm super detailed. The details actually matter to yeah. me. So that's something I think that's also surprising. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> so what's a message that really fires you up that 
you're just passionate about and, and yeah. I think we all carry like life messages and even with she's capable um Shelby really brings the practical side and the spiritual mm-hmm. side and just mm-hmm. her involvement in ministry mm-hmm. you know you really bring that strength yeah. to um this team and yeah but what fires you up like what excites you and, yeah you know? I that's been like a interesting like question to meditate on because it for me it's very ever-changing I feel Mm -hmm. like um different season of my life I'm like because I am a passionate person Mm -hmm. I'm like whenever I'm into something I'm like passionate about it fully yeah like all in so there's been all different types of things like when I'm in like ministry mode I am so passionate about evangelism and like Mm -hmm. outreach and people Mm -hmm. encountering God for themselves um when I'm in like uh like another type of ministry, like a leadership mode, I'm like really about raising people up and strengthening them and launching them into their giftings. Um, Helping them find their purpose. Yeah, calling out the gold, like that kind of thing. Um, I have been really into justice, like even for a lot of my life, like justice issues of like Mm -hmm. anti-sex trafficking or slavery Mm -hmm. or lots of different things like that. Um, Even like the desire to start a nonprofit, feeding ministries, that type of thing. when I'm into sports, because I, I grew up as an oh, athlete, yeah. so like sports is another thing that really shaped my life, um, mm-hmm. playing in high school and college and all that, and so that, like when I'm into sports, it's like, no, everything is about that. I'm going to yeah. train in my off season. I'm going to give it yeah. everything. This is all I can think about. And you played basketball, right? That yeah. was your Basketball sport. and actually yeah. soccer. And yeah. soccer. But oh, basketball cool. was my favorite, but That's yeah, fun. I yeah. also love soccer. I Maybe whichever one I was in. I, <laughs> you but were all in with whichever So as I thought through, I'm like, what is like a message that I really am passionate about and can get behind? And the overarching one that I found was that like launching people into like you are capable, which is why I think I'm so passionate about what we're doing with She's Capable is because like my heart is so for people to know like you can do it and like, let me help you. Let me strengthen you. What is it that you need? What tool do you need in your hand to know that you're capable? Because I think so many people like more often than we think are living in this world of like, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. Oh, I, I'm not the right person for that. Or even like, as we raise people up uh, to be leaders, it's like Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't think they can do it or like, they're afraid or like mm-hmm. walking in fear. Like that's a huge thing that like I've overcome yeah. fear. Like my husband has overcome fear, like watching that. And like, even for me, just walking in boldness, that type of thing, all those go into making sure people know they're capable. Yeah. So whether they want to do that ministry wise or, um, if they want to do that, um, in a business, if they want to do that yeah. just in their everyday life or as a mother, like mm-hmm. I, knowing that I can do this, I can be a capable mom. I yeah. can like take care of my kids. I was meant yeah. to do this Fully loaded. or a wife, yeah. right? Like totally. I, I can be a good wife because yeah. I think people doubt themselves so much. And something that is cool about even like, again, my family was amazing. My parents told me from when I was little at like, you're incredible. Like you're the yes. best thing ever. Like anything so I did, like you and affirmation. You're gonna be amazing. Yeah. So I literally grew up thinking I'm like the best person in the world. Yeah, like, and so I will change the world. Yeah, like, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, and so I think seeing that so many people don't think they're good or they yeah. don't think they're amazing, they don't There's think no they are value. There yeah, that that was surprising to me, and so 
my heart has really been to like raise people up to know they are capable. They have yeah. so much value. Yeah. The Lord adores them and loves them and has a place and a plan for them. Yeah. And so I think overarching in anything that I put my hand to, that's something that I my heart just burns for. Yeah. It's like I want you, even you as listeners, yeah. I want you to know that you were called, you were chosen, you are capable of doing things that God has placed in front of yeah, you. Yeah, that's so powerful. You were mentioning overcoming fear, and mm-hmm. I'm just curious, like, have there been specific fears mm-hmm. that you've overcome? Because I think fear can be such a broad thing. Yeah. Like, uh, fear of failure, fear of vulnerability, yeah. fear of inadequacy, totally. all these things, right? Like, yeah. and our triggers, you know, are pretty much attached to fears too and struggles and stuff so Mm -hmm. for you are there things that you've overcome fear of man yeah I would say um yeah like at different seasons of my life different things like even when we moved back from Austria off the mission field and I went to a public school where I was new and like I'd been used to everybody knowing me and like being like like having friends being known Mm -hmm. to like no one knows me and nobody cares and so it was like a huge transition and all of a sudden a lot of that confidence was stripped yeah for a season where I was like oh like I'm afraid of what people think of me I'm yeah fear of man yeah fear of man like I care about people's opinions oh I have to fit in or I have to this or that or what's the cool trendy thing I have to do that or I have to be a part of it or what is the in group I need them and I had never lived like that and so it really um like for a long time really somewhat like held me back or like crippled me in some mm-hmm. ways because I couldn't be who I really was. I couldn't mm-hmm. be like who I was created to be. Mm-hmm. And so because I was just constantly like, okay, what do I have to be? Yeah. And that like handicapped you. Totally. Almost in how you're designed, who you're created yeah. to be. To where then you walk into a room and you're like, nobody wants to know me. Totally. Nobody wants to so yeah, you like, rule yourself out. Yeah. And then yeah. and that's not you. No, and, and I've never lived like that. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I was like shocked like and I, it felt like I couldn't get out of it. And what wow. it took was just like kind of coming head to head with it and deciding like, no, I am valuable. Like yeah. even, like the yeah. Lord cares about me and people care about me and I don't have to be all these things to be accepted. And the mm-hmm. Lord actually brought some really cool friends into my life in that season. So awesome. Some Christian girls um, and then even a wider group of friends that really did bring me value and it was like there was a season of really just trucking alone with the Lord and he was like no you have to overcome this and then as I started to walk in the opposite direction and choose to not live in that fear and okay if you don't like me you know what there's going to be somebody else who does yeah as I started to walk in that direction the Lord actually brought people around me and it was really a gift of like no they value you yeah and like you do have value and here's friendship I can bless you with that and that was really cool and so from then I didn't really walk in fear like even going into college I really came in like really feeling confident even though there is fear that comes with that and nervousness yeah but just walking in boldness confidence like no you you do want to get to know me yeah and so that was another good season but then like later on in life all of a sudden it was like the enemy like I was it was actually when I was pregnant Mm -hmm. so not even that long ago the enemy really attacked my not even confidence, but like he like attacked me with anxiety Mm -hmm. where like I literally would be anxious all the time, like Mm -hmm. constantly nervous or things that I can't control. And so I'm like nervous about how they're going to turn out. And again, it was like, I I just chose to live in that like for a long Mm -hmm. time. I just Mm -hmm. kept walking in it. And all of a sudden 
I, I think I wasn't realizing what was happening mm-hmm. and I was dwelling on things and it just kept taking over more of my life. And then all of a sudden I was like, whoa, <laughs> like, what am I living in? My life is horrible. I'm like terrified. Like yeah. things that I had just let grow yeah. instead of like meeting them head on when yeah. the enemy was like whispering lies yeah. in my ear. All of a sudden it was like, oh, this is an issue and I can't live like this. And yeah. there was even a verse um, where the Lord just showed me like, it's in John. He's like, I've come that they may have life and have it to the mm-hmm. fullest. Mm-hmm. And I remember like having the revelation that like, I'm not walking in life to the fullest. Like he came and died, not just for eternal life and eternity with him, yeah. but he, he came and died so that, and rose again so I can have life to the fullest yeah. now. Yeah. And even re- like realizing like me walking in anxiety and fear is not living mm-hmm. life the way God mm-hmm. intended. He mm-hmm. actually intended more for my life and for me. And as I um, like kind of had that revelation, I chose to start walking the opposite. And yeah. so for me, a lot of overcoming fear has been realizing it's there and then choosing to walk in the opposite spirit or looking at it head on and confronting it yeah. and saying, nope, this is not going to control my life. And every time that that lie or that thought comes like, nope, I'm not going to believe this. Mm -hmm. This is the truth. Mm -hmm. And like meeting it with something that is true Mm -hmm. instead. And that really then broke it off my life again. And now I just have to make sure, like I have to be gauging. And I've seen you do do this Mm -hmm. really well of like Mm -hmm. emotional checkup, right? Mm -hmm. Like checking in, like how am I doing? Because I can just truck through and not look at like, oh, how am I doing? Am I okay? And that's kind of where I maintain health, right? Of like, okay. Let's check in, make sure that I'm not allowing these things yeah. to control my life. And that lends to the abundant life. Mm-hmm. And I love how you brought that verse in. It's like mm-hmm. Jesus died for, yes, salvation and mm-hmm. yes, to be close to us. and yeah. But he died too so we could enjoy life as well. Yeah. And like in those times of anxiety and fear, it's like so distracting it's yeah. chatter it's this constant it feeds insecurity and it then that, you. Yeah. yeah that insecurity blows up into comparison and mm-hmm. then it's like I don't even feel like a good friend anymore and like all yeah, these like, lies who am, am, am I <laughs> who am I in the swirl yeah. right like it can just get so swirly and That's so and so I I love that you know, you're just really passionate about moving the opposite spirit. I think mm-hmm. that's a really practical tool. Yeah. Um that you probably have seen a lot of people just have breakthrough in as totally. you've shared your testimony and maybe coach them through that mm-hmm. as well. For sure. Um, because you're really discipling people. Mm-hmm. You're in ministry full time. Mm-hmm. You work with a lot of young people. Yeah. And um, discipleship is the day-to-day. Yeah. It's not just these big moments. Yeah. It's really helping people encounter Jesus yeah. and live with him and walk with him in the day to day and live in the abundant life. Yeah, so totally. I, I see it's amazing, isn't it? How like our history, how we can give away what we've had breakthrough. In. Oh, for sure. And it's like our heart for she's capable, even being wholehearted yeah. and this emotional aspect and spiritual mm-hmm. aspect and practical aspect. It's like, it is so important because that's the day to day. Oh yeah. It's like, we really, a lot of us don't have tons of mountaintop yeah. experiences. Like you talking about It's like your a life. few main it's, moments. Yeah, it's like the day-to-day, the grind, totally. the grit. Like yeah. the, the, 
the day-to-day stuff that God uses Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and brings us out of it and we have testimony and testimony really means to do it again yeah like God we want you to do this yeah Yeah. like so even people listening like if you have fear in your life Mm -hmm. this is a amazing testimony Mm -hmm. of overcoming fear Mm -hmm. that you can grab a hold of for your own life and walking that out and moving Mm -hmm. in the opposite spirit when those anxious thoughts totally come you know, at you, like, fiery darts, it feels yeah, like. Yeah, like, like, oh, I can't get away from this. It's like oppressive. Yeah. Like, ah, like. Well, yeah, and I think that we, uh, like, we often isolate. Like, yeah. when we're going through something, we're yeah. like, we bear yeah. down and we're like, nope, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. And I think that if we joined hand in hand with each mm-hmm. other more, and I don't do a great job of this, I mm-hmm. tend to, like, isolate. Even with my husband, I'm like, weeks in and I'm like okay this is what I'm being like I can fix this yeah like I got this yeah I can do it like oh this is dumb why am I even dealing with this this is silly yeah and we can tend to isolate and so if we walked together through things and are just like hey this is what I'm going through then we can speak Mm -hmm. into each other and like Mm -hmm. hey I've actually done this and this has helped me deal with that and like we can do that in yeah. partnership as yeah. women with each other yes. and discipleship, even of oh friendship. Gosh. It's not like I'm the discipler and you're the disciple. It's like, no, like we can walk together. Yeah. And like you said, it's like testimony. Like this is what God did in my life yeah. and this is how I overcame. Now can you can do it too. It's yeah. not just for me. And yeah. so I think that is also like a passion of mine is like, we can't continue to isolate. Like we, and social oh media gosh, actually totally. is a huge thing that isolates. We get behind yeah. a screen and we're like, this is my perfect life. Yeah. And nothing's ever wrong. And then comes. It's yeah, like, like, whoa, oh, they're hanging out. And I'm not she's there. She's the best. And her life is perfect. And and I like her outfit. And I don't have money to shop. Yeah. Like, all this totally. stuff. It's like, ah. So I think that yeah. that's a huge thing is, like you said, like, oh, like yeah. opening up and sharing when you go through things or when you have gone through something yeah. can actually help somebody else. Absolutely. Like that personal breakthrough can become breakthrough that somebody mm-hmm. can grab onto totally. and apply to their own life. Mm-hmm. And I love, um, yeah, just friendship. Like that's God's idea. Friendship. Yeah. He created us not because he needed us, but because he wanted us. That's so like, true. Like that blows my mind. It's I'm crazy. Like, he, he created us. This and God he of the designed, universe. Yeah. Like he made all these kids all these people and we make messes and we don't always get it right but he set us in community yeah and like the kingdom of heaven is family like Mm -hmm. that's god's idea it's family it's friendship it's you know lending strength to one another Mm -hmm. sharing testimony and i just i love that i mean Mm -hmm. i think we could talk about that for a while it's changed my life right (laughs) yeah it's so powerful So so what's something that you've had victory in that was once a struggle. We talked about fear and everything, but mm-hmm. maybe even something like right now. Mm-hmm. Like what's before you that you're like, mm-hmm. I want to tackle this yeah. in my life. Like I want to slay this. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Like totally. I don't want to deal with it anymore. So yeah, yeah a couple of things. Um, like I mentioned before, um, like being a very passionate and emotional person, which like I've said this in a different podcast, but emotions are a good thing mm-hmm. if they don't control you. Yes. And so what I have learned, I... I used to think that emotions were this horrible thing because I was so mm-hmm. run by them. Like I was, I dealt with anger or mm-hmm. fr- like mm-hmm. more like frustration of like, I was irritated a lot wow. and like yeah. not very patient. Um, mm-hmm. Like very, like up, like I said, the highs were really high and the lows really low and everything in between. And so 
what one thing that has been a consistent in my life that actually my husband Clark has really helped with as well is not allowing emotions to control me, but so being the dictator of emotion yeah. and allowing my life to still be super emotional, yeah. but in a good way. Yeah. And even experiencing bad emotions isn't wrong, but not Absolutely. letting them destroy me or run my yes. life or like, oh, I feel out of control. Yeah. And I, I remember a lot of times in my life I, I felt out of control. Like, yeah. I can't do this. You're I just can't. spiraling. Yeah. And like, like yeah. why? Why did I say that? Why did I do that? Yeah. Why did I treat that person yeah. that way? Why did I get so angry with my husband over laundry or something yeah. dumb, right? Yeah. And um, I lived a lot of my life like that and have overcome it multiple times. But actually, even now in this season, so like I said, my husband and I had a baby seven months ago, and it actually has been amazing, like um, easier than I thought. <laughs> I was like awesome. freaked out, but That's it's so actually cool. been a much easier transition I thought than I thought. And our daughter's amazing, so oh, <laughs> that yeah. probably helps. But um, I actually am working through that again with a new layer, right? Mm-hmm. Of like getting frustrated mm-hmm. or like easily snapping it's at like something. Like new triggers, right? Yeah, There's totally. this little person that's now triggering yeah. you. Or even yeah. my husband because yeah. you didn't do this right. Yeah. Well, how would I how have known that? that? Yeah, and like, he's like, the, whoa, that is not a big deal. Yeah. That's huge. Totally. So it's actually something that I'm working through again, and I think it's one of those things that, I consistently have to yeah. make war on in my life unless yeah. I want that to control me again. Yeah. And so um, that's something, yeah, like even my husband and I have talked through several times in the last couple months of like, mm-hmm. all right, we can't, I can't allow these things to control mm-hmm. me. Like mm-hmm. I have to like be patient. Mm-hmm. I have to be calm. I have mm-hmm. to um, like not be like super emotional mm-hmm. in a negative way. I have to choose how I'm going to handle each situation yeah. and choose because I also don't want to grow up like my daughter to grow up or my kids to grow up in a setting where I'm like, like yeah. spiraling, like spiraling. Yeah. Like, Oh wow. And she's going to be angry. Yeah. Or, oh, she, mom's happy. I'm glad mom's happy. Like, like yeah, next shows. Yeah. And I, I want my can, house yeah. to be a peaceful place. Absolutely. And my husband really helps with that, but also spending time with the Lord. Like yes. I notice a stark difference between the seasons where I'm spending time with the Lord and this season has been a time where I haven't spent as much time with the Lord just learning how how to do that as a mom it's like a new rhythm yeah Yeah. like how do I do that I can't just sit for three hours and like get in the word and worship so what does that look like for me so that's been a challenge that I've really been working through and I notice when I'm not getting Mm -hmm. that time with the Lord even if it's 10-15 minutes Mm -hmm. it actually does affect how I control my emotions Mm -hmm. and how I manage Mm -hmm. them and so that has been a thing that like I'm working through and growing and um, my husband is helping me with that and then the Lord is really helping me with that too. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. You're just activating self-control in your life more. Yeah, strength through strength, right? exactly, that meekness. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so thanks so much for listening. Mm -hmm. This concludes the get to know you with Shelby. Of course, you're going to get to know her more because there's going to be more podcasts and just in these different episodes, you're going to get to know us. Mm -hmm. Um, But we want to hear from you. We want you to follow us on social media at She's Capable. Direct message us your questions. What do you want to hear more of? What did you glean from Mm -hmm. this time of just getting to know Shelby more? And rate this podcast follow along like yeah message us i want to get to know you just like we're sharing us right vulnerability so open up share with us whether it be privately or on our facebook page um yeah we would love to hear more about you yeah we all have a story so we want to hear from y'all thanks so much for tuning in again and shelby this was a lot of fun yeah so we're just gonna say bye for now and
and um, come back and listen to more episodes again. See y'all later. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the She's Capable podcast. Please review us, and if you like what you hear, subscribe. We also want to let you know that we have a free ebook out called Becoming the Best Version of You. To download this free ebook, follow the link in the episode notes below. Thanks again for tuning in. See you next time.